national newspaper that they were going to expose intimate details about my life but also naming my parents like what my mum did for a living for example you know as a sort of a threat as a way to get me to behave and saying that if I didn't agree to their demands to do an interview with them that they would publish all of this horrible stuff about me going to my friends and family and asking for interviews and things like that trying to dish dirt on me it threw me into a tiny sort of reflection of what it must feel like to be a celebrity and it was horrible, absolutely horrible. I was scared. I became closeted inside. I didn't want to go out. The tabloid press descended on my doorstep, on my family's doorstep, on friends on my doorstep. And it was just a really, really <coughs> horrible time. Just on the flip side, when you were blogging anonymously, when you were behind that mask, did you behave slightly differently? Did you find yourself changing? Did you kind of slip into a different identity when you did that? I had a freedom to be very open and honest and less guarded, perhaps, about conversations that I'd had with people or experiences that I had that I wanted to write up. But I also had a freedom of feeling safe from harm. And so when I received threats, the threats didn't seem real to me. Getting a rape threat when you're anonymous is not anywhere close to having a rape threat or a death threat when people know who you are. And I know the difference because I've been both. Lawrence, I just want to bring you in at this point. In terms of what anonymity does to people does how does our behavior change are we always going to be sort of drawn towards the sort of fringe more fringe sides of behavior when we've got that that level of anonymity um there's a, a famous psychological effect called the galatea effect which suggests that depends on your your own self-image or your your strength of ego um you will behave in different ways um similarly society i think called the pygmalion effect um, the expectations of society will create different expectations for you. So different people will respond to anonymity in very different ways. I think some people will behave better because they will feel less constrained by social pressure, they'll be able to be more themselves, and other people, because they're less constrained by social pressure and more themselves, will behave worse. Charlie, you've obviously been in contact with people who have you've, you've ended up arresting people who've used anonymity, the kind of sort of hacking groups you've investigated... I've met some of these guys, these young, young hackers, and they're, they're good kids, but given the opportunity to behave in the dark, they kind of end up going off track. I mean, so how much do you buy Lawrence's argument that, you know, it just depends on the individual? And, or do you think there's a temptation in anonymity to, to stray off the path? I think that there's a real issue with a lot of the, particularly the youngsters, not realising the impact, the crimes that they are committing when they are actually engaging online. You know, it's almost a step up from online gaming to the next challenge being, you know, attacking the CIA or FBI or Facebook or whoever the target of the day might be. But I do think there are um, cases where it's evident that, you know, you get a strong individual amongst that group. Um, and there is, you know, sort of leverage and peer pressure and challenges raised within a group by an instigator that leads others to do certain, you know, conduct that they wouldn't mm. necessarily um, do otherwise. You've also been on operations where there's the knock at the door, you know, the early morning knock at the door where the kid who is hiding behind a mask suddenly gets confronted with people who know exactly who he is, where he lives. What's their reaction? Can you, I mean, obviously you can't, there's no, probably no, typical reaction but what have been the kind of responses you've had when you've unmasked these guys yeah i mean some just don't realize that they would ever you know come to that situation where there is a knock on the door um they live in this you know online world computer world 
um, they don't actually think about the physical impact, the end impact that's being caused. So it's a major shock. And quite a few of them, when you actually sit down and talk to them, and most of them do like to talk about what they've done and how they've done it and um, what led them to do it, you can almost see that light bulb mo moment where they realise th this is a significant issue. You know, it's this is why I want to bring it back to Lawrence's point, because it, the people Charlie's described, you know, if you'd confront them at the beginning of their career and said, right, you're going to be hacking into a major bank, you're going to be causing X million pounds worth of damage and you're going to go to jail, they'd probably gone, that's not me. But given this ability to operate anonymously, they end up doing it. Do you think that was always within them, that, that ability to do wrong? What we're talking about here is the human condition. Um, this is not about um, dark web, um, because you see the same phenomena in our banking system, 2008. Uh, you see the same phenomenon in uh, a number of our, our, our sort of respected institutions in governments across the world. This is about being human.